Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner. And yes, he's back. He's returned. He's better than ever. The man who goes by the life of the party. It's Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter, fresh off some wedding best man duties. Tyler Drake back, welcomed with a loss to yeah. the Seahawks, thirty-one to twenty-one. Cardinals dropped a three and six, which we're gonna get to. But Tyler, it was a week off, flew solo last week, so we got to check in. How are you doing? Yeah, well, first off, shout out to you for keeping the train running. Appreciate it, buddy. And yeah, it was great. It was a shout out to the Cockertons who got uh, married over the last week. And uh, yeah, shout out to my buddy Peter, who, uh, whose birthday was on Halloween. So got to see him. So that was cool. But uh, yeah, outside of that. Wow. Outside of that, the Cardinals wow. lost, which is why all of you are here. And I think there's no reason to beat around the bush. Now, a disclaimer. This 10-point loss to the Seahawks that drops them to 3-6, and six, it is not all Cliff Kingsbury's fault. <laughs> and I would like to Disclaimer. say that clearly. Yep, say it clearly, say it loudly. out there, it, not all of it. Was some of it? Oh, you oh, bet. Yeah, 100%. You, you, you bet. The head coach, man, blame falls on the shoulders. But the reality is that this team is 3-6 and six now. And about a month ago, October 17th, while he was on with Wolf and Luke, Mm -hmm. they asked him, quite simply, would he ever give up play calling, something he's never done in his career? This was his answer. Definitely. Yeah, whatever it takes to win, Um, whatever it takes to score points, um, that's, you know, anything goes in this league. And and so we'll we'll examine all avenues, obviously, in a short week. That would be tough to to go by, but we'll see how things go and um, whatever it takes to to make us, you know, get better. I'm all for it. All right. So since Mm -hmm. this soundbite, which happened right before the week of Thursday night football. So it was right the, after it, the first it, it was loss right after the, the first Seahawks. right. It was after the first yep. loss to the Seahawks. The offense had scored three points in Seattle against a defense that at the time was not very good. This was basically the first week of them being good. This was their renaissance. Yep. It's a short week. They trade for Robbie Anderson. <laughs> Right, Cliff is like, hey, look, I'm not giving up the play calling this week, you know. But we, if if, yeah. if if we're not winning, then I'll give it up. Well, lucky him. Guess what they won that game, and the offense DeAndre actually Hopkins did returns. something. But a lot of that was the defense exactly. too. <laughs> it was it was it was the defense making huge plays, multiple pick sixes. I know everybody remembers that. And D Hop. And D Hop. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So since then, they haven't won a game. In fact, the offense has been. Not great. It's regressed. It put up some points in Minnesota, but again, that's just basically on the backs of DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, and Rondale Moore, if we're we're being honest. I would say it's just on the back of DeAndre Hopkins. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. But anyway, we play that soundbite for a reason, okay? Four weeks ago, football-wise... Things could have been different. Okay, yeah, if we don't lose, if we don't win as much, then I'll give him up. Ha ha ha. Maybe he didn't mean it, whatever. But the reality is, he's not winning. Nope. He's not. One plus one equals two. If you say that you calling plays ends up with you impacting their ability to win, you give them up. Well, guess what? Both of those things have happened. Guess what time it is. So, Tyler, as somebody 
who's around this team, mm-hmm. who hears Cliff Kingsbury speak every time that he speaks. Yep. Tomorrow, I'm assuming you're going to ask him. I, it's the first question that I have on my mind. What do you think he's going to say? Well, the question's going to be, all right, what's, I mean, what's the next, the, the most logical step? And I was talking to Dave Burns after the game. Shout Name out to drop. Burns. Yep. Name drop. Yep. And the most logical step now is to give up the play calling. Some degree of it, I don't care what it is. You got to do something. I'm sorry. Spencer Whipple, give him a shot. Cam Turner, give him a shot. I don't know. You remember that time where Cliff had COVID? Yeah, and Spencer and Whipple, Whipple did well. Up, what, 40 points, a 40-burger on Cleveland? But something has to change because the ne- if, some, if he decides, no, I'm still doing things this way and still doesn't have answers for everything and goes back to execution and it looked good in practice. Oh, God. Then I won't even play those. There's I'm going to spare everybody. I'm not playing those I mean, sound you can, It sounds the same every week. Yeah, it's the same thing. But there's no other, there's no other avenue than... See you later. Because if you're not going to fix things, why are you going to still be here? And clearly, the the soul searching and digging is still clearly not found because that I mean that is the most logical step. That should be the most logical step if you want to show everyone that you were willing to do everything and do something that you've never done in your coaching career. There you go. Because if there's any time to do it, it's now. Hey, look, I know we all said hey. First part of the season doesn't really matter this year because of what happened last season. But I can promise you this. Everybody was expecting maybe a little bit better than three and six. I'd have to go back and listen to our prediction podcast, but I would assume that we were a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. Uh, oh, my gosh. Our Seahawks bet. What happened? Did it not hit? It didn't I don't win. think it I don't hit. think it won. I owe I you don't lunch. Think anyway, so. <laughs> changing the subject, Kyler Murray, everybody, everybody, including Cliff Kingsbury, everybody has to look themselves in a the mirror. We got we gotta evaluate, you know, everybody's gotta evaluate themselves. Um, we understand what's going on right now as far as uh, just playing bad football. Uh, it's not it's not it's not uh, it's not winning football and that's 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 the result you're gonna get when you're out there doing stuff like that. Everybody has to evaluate themselves, Tyler. So if Cliff Kingsbury goes and evaluates himself, there's only one logical conclusion. And again, it's not all on him, but it is on him. And it is on him to make up for everybody else. That's what the head coach does. Yeah, because it starts with him. He's got to find a way to get these guys mentally prepared and everything else. But at the same time, he can't be the guy that gets everyone prepared for a football game. I'm about to say a trigger word. Uh-oh. They do have to execute. Uh-oh. Okay? Put them dollar look, in the pot, look, man. Okay. All jokes aside, all jokes aside, of which I've made plenty, the players do need to execute. There were so many mistakes in this game. I mean, an unbearable amount of head-scratching, momentum-killing plays. Awful. Awful. And it was the same way last week, and it was the same way the week before that, and it was the same way the week before that. They just oh, so happened to win one of those games. Yeah, it's barely. Pre-snap penalties. It's just carelessness with the football. I mean, Kyler, it didn't even look like he got touched. It looks like he just lost the ball running. He was. <sighs> he got touched, but I mean, it and really. I mean, yes, it looked Kyler like Kyler has to look at himself too. On. <laughs> but at the same, like, look, there's injuries. There are outside factors to this team. Let's. Let's well, not and, skate around and that. And here's the thing, too, and let's and I think this is a perfect example, is let's take it back to New England, which is crazy, but Bill Belichick, he became the second winningest coach of all time. Gets the game ball, says, hey, this isn't about me. It's the players did this. I just, I mean, basically put them in the position. They right. had to do it. So that goes back to our disclaimer, where as much of this heat is going to go on Cliff, and rightfully so, because 
I mean, at this point, you've got to, if you're the offensive guru that you say you are, you should be able to get these guys out of this hole. You should have been able to do that without Hopkins. I mean, they shouldn't have been in a hole. Yeah, but there at the same be time, no hole. it's on the players. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, look, if Robbie, we, if, and, like, like the play, uh, the mistakes that players made, whether it was a Robbie Anderson drop pass, whether it was the inability to cover a bootleg for the fifteenth consecutive play, whether it was <laughs> the snaps that went Billy over, Price, his, yeah. like the offsides, the neutral zone infractions, the everything, man, everything, everything. They just constantly got in their way. Yep. Yep. Oh, a punt return actually goes positive? Nope. 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 Little trick play, double forward pass. Yep. Which Kyler called out Greg Dortch. Hey, look. I, by name. Yeah, he did. He's not. The second week in a row, Greg Dortch has made a a tough mistake that is, has been pretty costly. But I, I want to go back to something that I said last week and something I want to run by you because I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I do think it, it, it nails kind of what's going on here is that the mark of a good head coach is the ability to like reign in chaos on your team. Mm-hmm. Because everybody says it. Cliff even says it. Everybody deals with injuries. Everybody deals with people going down. Everybody deals with miscommunications. Look, but this team has so much talent around it, and that's why it can be so close in these games. Everybody asks themselves, why can they be so close? Why are they almost there? Why Why do they look so good and then so bad? Well, it's because talent can thrive in chaos. Because DeAndre Hopkins can overcome chaos because he's DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. But on the whole, as a team, they're not prepared. They're not ready for the chaos. That's what Bill Belichick does to get the the, the wins. Yeah. yeah, the players do it, but the players are ready to do it because of him. And that's the step that Cliff is missing. DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, these guys who have talent can perform because they can thrive in chaos. The offense looks at its best when it's in chaos. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because that's when Controlled talent thrives. Yep. But when but when it comes down to just pure playing football, they 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 can't execute. And while that's on the players, there's a they're professionals, but there's a reason why they're not able to do it. They're not comfortable. There's too much chaos. Yep. And that's not all on Cliff, but it's on him to make up for everything else. Yeah. And he hasn't. No. Nope. Okay, so if Tyler, if he doesn't do it. What's the next question? I like I'm doing a little role playing here. You're I'm Cliff Kingsbury. I just told you that's not something we're going to do this week. I'm not giving up play calling. I mean, so I mean, the next question is so that you found an answer why everything's going wrong outside. We of just executing? have to execute better. <laughs> I, that's I mean, that's the problem. I'm. Uh, it's the same. It's we just have to execute better. No matter how we all ask questions, it'll come back pretty much the same about executing. You know, looking at yourself and figuring it out and. And having a good day of practice, and even though you, I you mean, know what but th- sucks, what is that? Like he's not technically wrong, and that's why he says it. Yeah, no, exactly. That's all you can say at this point. There's nothing. I mean, at this point, mm, that's I, all we think can be said at this point. You ever listen to Vance? Jo- I'm the rhetorical question. You ever listen to Vance Joseph in a press conference? I think, but I think the next step would just be going like scorched earth on people. 
Like, yeah, he needs to perform better. Yeah, he needs to do better. Like, I think he that's... He did it to Marco. But now we're in live action. But here's the thing. Everybody loves to talk about how great the locker room is. And even in your uh. your, your one-on-one with, with Kamu Grugier-Hill, he was like, yeah, there's there's a lot of really good guys here. And and Cliff always says, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm confident in our guys, whatever. In fact, even Zavin... Zavin was asked, okay, what's what's his message to this team? And he basically said, okay, we all need to stick together. No, I think we just got to keep stay together, keep our heads up, and just keep flying to the football as a defense and, you know, get better during practice and, you know, keep competing with each other. Yeah, keep competing with each other, keep getting better. We need to stay together. How? Something's not working here. That has to lead to frustration, right? Yeah. They're humans. Yeah. And I think that's what was heard post-game. What was heard post game? Enlighten us. Sounded sounded like there was some uh, some fiery conversations, some conversations, and maybe a, a loud bang for for one reason or another. Who knows? It was behind closed doors, but hey, we're knocks. right next. We're right next to the locker room. So. Hard knocks. We're gonna we're gonna maybe see. Yeah, we probably will see. We. I mean, th- and that's the thing too is we're. I mean, we might have to recategorize hard knocks from like a documentary to a soap opera. <laughs> Because this is really, I mean, they are coming into. I don't think there's any, a reason. I don't why think anybody. I don't think anybody knows what's going on with this team right now. I think I, I, not anybody, but I just think they're coming in of like, whoa. Nobody knows what are we exactly doing? what's going on, but at the same time, Tyler, I'm looking at you. You looking at me right now? All the all the fans right there. And looking also, at you. They've also been hey, here the whole time. Hey, every everybody knows what's going on here. Yeah, everybody like nobody knows the details, but it's blatantly obvious. To see what's going on. It just is. They're not prepared. The players are talented and it's on them to maybe be prepared more. But there, there has to be a reason why. Okay, I was about to say the defense is overperformed. But at the same time, they've they've come back to reality. I mean, they're just yeah, a defense. Even out, they even just make out good out. plays. Yeah. They just make big plays. Again, the talent. The talent thrives. But the execution on a play-to-play basis... They I just mean, yeah. Give it up. The defense has five touchdowns. I think that leads the league. It does. In return touchdowns, yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing is, I mean, we got a glimpse. That's the worst part of everything is we got a glimpse of what the offense could be that first drive. Oh. That first drive looked like the offense that I think oh. everyone envisioned this offense being. I tweeted it. They looked like they were playing with a sense of urgency. They were. It was clean. The they were time. urgent. They came out there and were like, hey, we're playing at home. Let's actually play like we're at home. And they came Confident. out. And we're caught. Yeah. I mean, Kyler had a couple big runs. Like, I mean, they had everything going that first drive. And I think we all kind of looked at each other like, whoa, this is a different team. Well, I and then <laughs> what happened? They went right back to being that team we've seen all week, that or all all year, those that clunky, inconsistent. They're consistently inconsistent. That's what I said in my story Consist- on ArizonaSports.com. Which, by the way, you're listening to Cardinals Corner. You can find all of Tyler Drake's work on ArizonaSports.com, the Arizona Sports app. He is our Cardinals reporter, and he is there all the time, besides when he was the life of the party during his <laughs> wedding duties. But for the rest of this season, as the Cardinals look to turn the page, yeah, as DeAndre Hopkins would say, Tyler's going to be there for you at T. Drake for Sports on the Arizona Sports app, ArizonaSports.com. You can, of course, find Cardinals Corner on the app. You can also find it on all your streaming services like subscribe whatever you want to do rate us you can follow me on twitter if you want i'm eric ruby 98.7 fm's eric ruby i don't even know if i said that at the beginning but tyler i sent you a text and i was basically making fun of us 
all of us, the the collective us, the Cardinals watchers, reporters, fans that we follow on Twitter, the people who follow this team week in, week out, celebrating a competent first drive, first possession touchdown like it was the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah. Quite honestly, it, it was, was pathetic. Uh, it was something. It was pathetic. But it's baby steps because that's where we are. It's pathetic that that's where we are, but that's where we are. Yep. And then what happened? It was the momentum. Like that. Gone. Yep. Three punts and then the fumble. I believe that's how the uh, and then next they had what drives went? less than a hundred yards between their two scoring drives at the beginning and at the end of the game. They had they had eighty three yards on that first drive, and I think the rest of that half they had ninety five total over the rest of their drives with Awful. no scores. Awful. Yeah. Awful. And that's... like, look, credit where credit is due. Seattle's a good team. Everybody's talking about uh, no, they're good. No, they are. I mean, yeah. and it's not. And they, it's, it's not even it's, preseason expectation. Like they're just. Pete Carroll has good. figured out how to run this team. The and, best team in the NFC. And I think, right yeah, they are. And I think, uh, I think the whole thing. And I, I, I can't remember who said it. I think maybe Tyler Lockett said it this week. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But he said. It's not just on one guy. It's not one guy anymore, and I think that's a that's a little bit of a, oh the credit thing. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing yeah. what you can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. Is that it, what you were thinking? It, I think there was something else too along those lines. Okay. But it was a couple things came out this week on that, and it was like whoa. I mean, that's they are really playing as a team, and yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, Noah Fant, holy cow. Also, yeah, tight ends. Tight ends. Holy oh. cow. We're going back I would, years. You know how many times years. I said that to myself. During the game, they look like the defense from years ago when they were could not stop a tight end and giving up hundred yard games every week to a tight end. It was just oh, and it, it has been a pretty consistent problem this year as well. Ugh. Just the tight end in general, and it's just it's it's rough because it's if they don't shoot themselves in the foot 20, 20 times a game. The I mean. They could have. They could have beat the Rams. They could have beat Philly. They could have beat Seattle oh, the first have won time. A lot of these games. They could have beat Minnesota. They could have beat Seattle. This. I mean, really, outside of that Kansas City loss, they why it's they could have won every game. That's why it's frustrating. It's they're all winnable games, and this this offense is looking like the two thousand and like five Jaguars sometimes. Oh, dude, it. it I probably that was probably the one good Jaguars. Team. <laughs> pro- I I don't know why you pulled 2005 Jaguars. I don't know out, either, but, but. I, I look I and I agree with you unless that was the Super Bowl team. Um, <laughs> no, they didn't go. I don't think it was. I, uh, <laughs> no, this team is it's demoralizing because there's so much talent on it. On the surface, it should be a good team. And if you want an example, <laughs> they did go to the postseason. 05. okay, like, okay, it was postseason. One of those Jacksonville teams. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. If you want a good example of the whole chaos, the the coach gets the most out of these chaotic like situations. Coming into the season, almost no no organization was in as chaotic of a state as the Seahawks. I know. They just traded their franchise quarterback for granted a great haul. Looked like full rebuild. Still, it was Drew Lockett or Geno rebuild. Smith, which at the time was laughed at. People were questioning Pete Carroll. The defense was awful. Their rookies were injured. Rashad Penny gets in. Like There's chaos here. Yeah. But you know what a great head coach does. And yeah, Pete Carroll's a great head coach. You can't argue that. Yeah, you that. have to give it to him. If Pete Carroll was in Arizona, things would be a lot differently. And that loops us all the way back to Cliff Kingsbury, where not like not all the blame is on him, but if anything, the most responsibility falls on his shoulders to fix it. Yeah. Seattle can, Seattle literally went from the competition between Drew Locke and <laughs> Gino to this. 
And you know what? With Kenneth Walker now, with a rookie running back. Oh, they, they they're not just the rookie running I back. I mean, the guy. The rookies. The guy. The yeah. rookies. And Woolen, yeah, man. The rookies and then their 10-year backup quarterback. They're letting every. They're letting all these young guys play, and they're just killing. I mean, there's a number the one GM, pick on the Cardinals The GM roster. hit home runs left and right. Left Easy. and right this year. Two offensive linemen and a stud running back and a, a multiple rookies pieces of, of the month. Defense? Oh my god! Rookies of the month. Just, I mean, you Offense have to you defense. have to give Seattle so much credit, and it, I know everyone's probably ripping their ears off. Dave Burns name drop again said it best: the Cardinals fans are neon green with envy. Wow, and yeah, they should that's be, great. and they sh- and they should be, because quite honestly, this is what was promised, right? It's the GM. It's 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 every team's dream, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to have an overachieving team, because all NFL, all the NFL is full of talent. So if your coach and your front office are making hit after hit after hit and utilizing, getting the best out of their players, then you're going to get what Seattle has, or then you're going to look on the opposite side of it and look at Arizona. And you know what's really frustrating? As we start saying, it's on the players to execute. It's on the players to execute. It's on the players to execute. Look, man. This is the highest level of football where people are paid millions of dollars to stop you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. You are at the mercy and the will of your game plan, your team, what you practice day in, day out. To pretend like the head coach just can't magically help his players play better is completely discrediting the importance of the position itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pete Carroll can't go out there and get five yards to get them a first down, but dang, he can organize things to make it the easiest for Kenneth Walker to figure it out. Yeah. And that's where Cliff is lacking. And that's why it falls on him. Well, sure. And then let's, we can even go beyond that. I mean, let's look at the Robbie Anderson situation. Christian McCaffrey went to the Niners, and what did he do? He scored by land, sea, and air, it's basically, been three in one weeks. game. Three weeks and for Robbie a wide Anderson receiver has that like, runs straight. And I think he has one catch for like negative yards. Yeah, it I was think. negative. And he had it dropped when he won, when he was wide open. And so it's like, it's just, what is what is the disconnect of getting these guys involved? Is it that complex of an offense to where you can't get these guys it's up not. to speed, at least to the point where you can play them and, and know something's going to We all like, know what's going on. Perform? Like that can't be, like, and that's, that's when it's, that's when it, to me, comes back to organizational because as much as the players need to get better and yeah Kyler needs to protect the football when he runs these are things that in my mind should be easily correctable right but it can't just be on Billy Price right it can't just be on Kyler like these mistakes these shot and like these don't this doesn't happen to other teams and when it does you know what we say about other teams we say they're an organizational problem Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm There's clear-cut problems here. Clear-cut. Clear-cut disconnects. That word has been used so many times, but think about it. As far When it goes to rookie class, there's a disconnect. When it comes to the kicking situation, when Matt Prater was injured, there's a disconnect. When it comes to trading for a wide receiver, you should, if you trade for an offensive weapon, I don't care if it's in-season. You've had three weeks, including a 10-day break in between major key games to get a Player who's had a thousand, I believe he's had a thousand yard season in this league. Yeah, he did. Incorporated in an offense where he is certainly not the number one, where he is certainly not the number two, and where he is certainly not the number three. How hard could it be? It shouldn't be. And not only that, he's got a guy that he knows in Sean Jefferson. He's got a coach he knows. Yeah, from the you, Jets. Yeah, you'd think he, he it's, and it's not just, and that's the thing, it's not, I'm not, I'm just singling out Robbie because that's just 
the best example we've got right now, but I mean, it's just, it's... Well, it's it's just, uh, it's another product of the system. It's another person that got traded who has yet to really fulfill that kind of expectation. The reason why the 49ers have the record they have and the reason why the Cardinals have the record they have are, are different reasons, in my opinion. Institutionally, organizationally, I think the 49ers are a lot more sound. They can get somebody like Christian McCaffrey, granted a better player than Robbie Anderson, but also was incorporated way faster, right? Injuries obviously hurting the 49ers. Injuries obviously hurting the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you look at the Cardinals and you just think to yourself, what the heck is going on? I yeah. don't get that vibe from the 49ers. I don't get that vibe from the Rams. You know what I get from them? Age. Uh, I get age. I get, I get what's going on with the Rams. I get what I the we, heck is going on with Allen Robinson. I am still just so shocked that that guy is not just carving people up on that team. I guess, yeah, you look at the Seahawks and the 49ers, and you look at the Rams, and you look at the Cardinals. You can see what when some are more organizationally sound and one some that are maybe not more organizationally sound, as crazy as that might be to say about the Rams who just won a championship, but there's already rumors about McVay leaving. Right, being tied to this core group of guys, Donald yeah. Stafford, like they already are kind of acting like a championship team past their prime. Oh, they, I think that I think they seen. I think they have seen that the window they is sold shut. Their soul. It's locked. Yeah, they sold their soul. And there's there's a bodyguard waiting. But at outside. least they sold their soul and won a championship. The Cardinals sold their soul and are three and six after getting absolutely humiliated last year too. They extended their souls. That's probably better. I don't even know what they did. <laughs> they don't even know what they did. So so Tyler, what's next? What what is next? next? Because that's that is a tough question, and that is kind of what DeAndre Hopkins had to hit on when he was asked what his message to the team is. Turn the page. Uh, The NFC, I feel like, is open still. Turn the page. Turn the page. Easy as that. I asked that. You did ask that. Yeah. Shout out to me. Shout out to Tyler Drake, (laughs) Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake. Oh man, Tyler. Can I ask simply what does that mean? Turn the page. How? 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 Give up play calling. Oh, no. Hop's a big fan. I don't know after today. <laughs> also true. Also, he wow. had a, he, he He got, he. I mean, outside of that touchdown, he really was a non-factor today. And him and Kyler got into it on the yep. sideline. Another, another sideline Which incident. he said that he loves. Yeah, and he, and he thinks that of everybody's course. blowing yeah, out of proportion. Oh. oh, yeah, everybody's blo- Hey, hey, guys. But, I mean, here's the thing. He only, uh, you cannot get your guy, you can't get your best player on that team, let's be real, Hopkins, cannot get him only five targets in a game. I'm sorry. No! Five targets? That was Four the only for 36. Good thing, the only good thing about this offense was that they targeted him. Yeah. The only good thing about it. And shout out to Moore. He got eight, yeah, eight for 69, but it's like that. He, those 10 targets, that's, that's a D-Hop can't have anything less than eight or nine targets, I think. And also to backtrack. Oh, you guys are blowing it out of proportion. Okay. <laughs> you know what's not being blown out of proportion? When after every single game, we have to talk about you guys having a fight on the sidelines or a spat on the sidelines or an interaction on the sidelines. From the first week, there's always something, right? Kyler's telling Cliff to calm down on national TV. Oh, they can't get the play calling in and he's getting feisty again. Oh, now it's DeAndre Hot. Look, if it's every week, it's not being blown out of proportion. It's merely being observational. And being observational, Tyler, you know what's next for this team? The Rams? <laughs> Top 10 pick. Oh. <laughs> but technically the Rams. 
Yeah, I mean, how things are going. I mean, there's just there's no light at the end of the tunnel for this offense. And I think there was that glimmer, that glimmer of hope. I don't even think you called the light at the beginning of that first drive, but it's just they washed that away. Like everyone said today that we talked to, they shot themselves in the foot, self-inflicted wounds. Like it's just not good. It's just not. And like Kyler said, it's not good football. It's not. I mean, fundamentally, too many penalties. You can't have that many false starts. Can't have that many false starts in a row. Plus holds. It was one plus after offside. another after another it's after just, it's another. Just, it's, you can't have those things happen. Uh, Cliff talked to us about how there's no wiggle room. No margin for error, really. I mean, that, that, that those are your errors that you're going to lose every time if you're doing those. Every time. This team's going to lose every time if they have the errors that they did today. And that's, I mean, there's, there's no fixing it right now. Tyler, I'm drawing a line in the sand. We have now officially entered the positive portion of Cardinals Corner. Zayvon Collins had a pick six. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, he's just, it's... He's been such a bright everyone, spot this season. Everyone, and and I don't think he's getting enough credit. I think Absolutely he not. gets talked about only when it's bad things, and I think he deserves a lot of credit for just you know sticking in there and doing things. I mean, that was a great snag. He It wasn't just like, he oh, it's right it. to me. Yeah, he, he got jumped that. it. And you got to give him credit. He's playing like a Mike Backer should. I think he's giving everyone like the, hey, yeah, Jordan Hicks is gone. We don't need him back. We just need other people on the And honestly, between him and Simmons, he's been he's been more solid this year. Yep, Simmons, he's been Simmons more has had some bigger sure. plays, but Zavin's been that rock, that yep. steady rock. Yep. And also, like I have to give him credit. He he's very articulate as well. He's well, he's one of the most well spoken on the team and just what's going on. And I've got to give him give him a shout out too, because he, every time we're in the locker room and we go up to talk to him, he has no problem talking with us. He'll talk to us for like you said, he he very much thinks about what he says. And doesn't just give us the BS. And yes, that's the no. type of guy that you would. That's a leader. You would believe that he could be the mic backer. And then you have to give Steve Kime credit. I wouldn't doubt if he's a captain next year. Absolutely that's, not. That's, that's just the trajectory we're you getting should, at right you now. You should hope for that. And you look out. It's three and six and things are dark right now. But we're having this conversation about Zayvon Collins, and that is so much better than where I thought we could be. And you have to give them credit because if if this is the guy that they met in the pre-draft workouts, right, and they saw the athleticism, the big play potential, I, I can get it. And maybe this team has a problem with overloading their guys. We saw it with Simmons this year, just being overloaded, mm-hmm. put too much on his table. Mm-hmm. And he still, in times, gets put in coverage when he shouldn't be or gets, gets a little bit too much, but then they scale it back. Yep. And with Zavin, you're seeing him being able to ramp up. And he was asked, hey, it's a hard question, but at, at, at what point or at what portion of you guys losing is it just you guys beating yourselves? I don't know. I mean, sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot, foot defensively. And, uh, you know, um, I don't know like what type of scheme that they, they run offense because I'm not in the offensive rooms. But I know defensively it's just sometimes shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, I think we running the ball, hustling the ball, flying around, great energy all the time. But, yeah, just sometimes, uh, yeah, just shooting ourselves in the foot. That's really it. Yeah. They're jumping around. They're flying. They got the energy. Mm -hmm. But then the simple mistakes, again, just coverage, Mm -hmm. bootlegs, Mm -hmm. tight ends, basically running straight (laughs) down the field. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, yep. while we're in the positive portion, before we move on, is there anything else you want to mention? I mean, a uh, quick shout-out to maybe 
Rook, who got some shine today yeah, through yeah. some offensive line woes. Lasita Smith, good, yeah. some good playing time. Yeah, and I mean, uh, he stepped in right away with, you know, Will Hernandez was, I think, after that first drive, went out with the chest. Early. Never came back. Cliff said it was a peck. Uh, not really much info outside of that. But yeah, you know, Lasita uh, came in, played well. Uh, that was like his first NFL action. Pretty so much. really just, uh, I thought he played well. There's, you know, obviously some growing pains there, but at the end of the day, I think he stepped in, played well, and did exactly what they needed f- of him. And I think that's just going to grow his confidence moving forward. I mean, Sean Kugler said, like, he's a guy, and even Cliff said, like, he's a guy that they want to really use moving down the They're road in the future. Him. And even afterwards, you know, talking to him, he, you know, you could tell he was confident, but he also was like, there's a lot of things I can do better. I need to go hit the film. I need. I can't like basically. I can't wait to go see the film. That's what I do. I kind of look at all the things I did wrong because that's what I need to fix going into the week. And you know, having that kind of mindset's really solid because some people would just take that and be like, yeah, you know, I went in, I played great, and we'll just kind of grow from there. But he's really looking at you know getting better with that. I mean, those those were the most reps he's gotten all year. He had eight offensive snaps uh, in week one, but outside of that. This was this was really his it's debut. It's the definition of just staying ready. Yeah, it was you next man mentality. You never know when your number's going to be called. And that's and, exactly what he talked about. And this offensive line, I mean, it, it's been torn to pieces. Yeah. For so many different reasons, but it, it's been torn to pieces. So many injuries. And you also have to look at it like as a rookie being put in on a line with so many moving parts in an yeah. obviously chaotic situation against a Seattle defense that is no joke. Like yeah. They might have not been great for the first couple weeks of the season, but they are no joke. To go in and hold your own, yeah, that's a, that's a that's big a, that's testament. A, that's a big confidence boost. But now, like you said, he, he's got to build on it because it wasn't good enough, but you can't expect him to come in and be an all-pro offensive lineman. But you want him to have the desire to get there, and he obviously does. Yeah, I mean, I and they spoke obviously to him. trust him enough to put him out there. I, I had a one on one with him a couple of weeks ago, and and it was really a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. But yeah, I mean, you could tell like he was just it was all about him. He wasn't sitting there kind of just sulking that he wasn't getting playing time. He was, I've got to do this. I got to make sure my teammates know I'm ready if I need to fill in for him. And and I think we saw that tonight. So he I was mean, thrown into the fire, literally. And yeah. he answered what it felt like to be thrown in the fire. Honestly, it was it was a lot of emotions racing through my uh, racing through my body and everything like that. Just like okay, get ready. Like you know, this is the big league. Just you got to go out there and do your job no matter what. Um, that's something Coach Coach Coogler also really emphasizes. You know, somebody go down, you can't sit there with your hands up like oh my god, what are we gonna do? It's next man up, and he expect for it to be no drop off. So Will goes down. I have to be able to step up and be able to play at that level with the with the rest of the offensive line. There can be no drop off. So um, when it was time for me to be up, like I said. I prepared throughout the week, and I was ready to go. And he was. And he played well. I asked that question, too. There you go. There we go. Tyler Drake, man of the people. But, Tyler, unfortunately, I'm undrawing the line in the sand. I'm kicking it. I'm erasing it. Can I give you a... Can I give you... Can Can I give you... One more you, positive... No, 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 no. Can oh. I give you the first negative? Please. Okay. So. Oh, you, you, you were ready. You were ready well, for Well, this that. one this one just popped up on, uh, on the... Uh, <laughs> on the internet. Oh no! Oh, that's <laughs> never good. So, uh, shout out to Warren Sharp for this stat. You ready? Um, Are you ready? You ready? I don't think I. In am. the four years since hiring Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals have played twenty nine home games. Tell me how many you think they've won, Eric. Eight. Wow, that was pretty close. They've won ten. <laughs> Look at them exceeding expectations. Okay. <laughs> oh They're, my god. Let's go another step further. Can you give me the names? Of the five other teams 
that have fewer home wins than the Cardinals since 2019? Five the Lions. Of, five of them. That's one. The Jets. Nope. I've I've just heard they've had they have a terrible stadium. So I've heard. I've never been. Dude, <laughs> who else is that bad besides the Lions? Oh, it's, e- it's easy. Uh, it's easy. Chargers. No, Chargers. No. I didn't. The L.A. No, teams. No. It's. Uh, am I just not thinking of the bad teams? Okay. I'll get, okay. Panthers. Panthers. Okay. In, in the last four seasons. Dude, I don't know. Jaguars. Jaguars. Is, is it just the, the, the bottom of the Commanders. Bottom? Commanders, okay. And the Texans. That's great company. Only teams with fewer. Any of teams make the playoffs in the last four years? I, I think if, if there was one, it might be the Texans. In the last four years? I remember the Texans played the Josh Allen Bills at one point. I don't know if that was four years ago or not, but I—that's uh, <laughs> so bad. That's bad. That's almost as bad as the trailing and ninety-one percent of game stat that came out before this one. That's yeah. bad. Yeah, but which I don't know. I, I, there might be there might be some numbers that were thrown in there. there. I don't know, but yeah, but yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's, it's up there. It's, it's up there. It's, it's definitely believable. up there. It's definitely believable. It is definitely up there. Okay. Well, what other negatives now that we're here? We're piling on. Obviously, the injuries. Texans. Suck. Texans did make the playoffs. In I knew it. Bills. Is that who they played? Um, I don't know that part. Dang! Come on, Tyler. I need you to be the. Yep. 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 Hey, they come on beat now. the Bills. Come on. Come on, Ruby. Ruby Pigskin over here. They beat the Bills, but then got beat fifty-one thirty-one to Kansas City. Kansas City. Yes, <laughs> yeah. they got steamrolled. It was like, oh my gosh, the Texans finally make it to the second round. Kansas. And that was that was oh, Mahomes, man, and destroyed. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of destroyed, are playoff hopes destroyed? Three and six. Is it all but done? I mean, I think they have to go at least. I, I think they either need to be nine and eight. I think I think nine and eight's the number in this in this crazy yeah, okay, NFL we're, right now. So we're we're speaking of fantasy now. That would be the number they need to get to make it. How? 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 I how mean, do they win six more games? Oh this wait, season? wait, wait! I know how. Execute better. Oh, <laughs> hear that? Bidwell, Kime, Kingsbury, hire this man. Hire him. Hire him. Oh man. No, but seriously, how? Where do these wins come from? Let's look at the schedule. The Rams, it's a winnable game. It's, it, it, it is a, a no, winnable game. No, it is a 100% game. winnable game. But so was the first time they, they played. It was a winnable game, and they didn't win. So now we're looking at the next however many games. They need to get six wins to get to nine to go above 500 on the season. Rams, I guess it's winnable. 49ers, your opinion is... Uh, it depends on what Niners team rolls out. I mean, really. Monday night primetime against the Niners. No chance the Cardinals Christian, win that game. Christian McCaffrey. No way the Cardinals they play win him that game. Again. No Oof. way the Cardinals win that game. Chargers Cardinals. I Chargers are really shaky right now. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't lose. Okay, this, so we're game. we're at two possible wins. Yep. Patriots Cardinals. That one I would. Uh, that's a tough one because as much as I don't think the Patriots are really that scary, they find ways to win. Well, coached teams will beat this team. We'll call it winnable. Okay, yep. you got three winnable games: Cardinals, Broncos. Oh, if talk if, about if maybe Russell, the ugliest football if game. If Russell you might Wilson ever goes off and throws like four touchdowns, there's there's going to be a lot of problems. Okay, you know what? I'm looking at the schedule. I think every single game is winnable. Winnable. Everyone, yeah, everyone. I don't is. think they're gonna. I I think they'll probably win like three. 
but every game is winnable. Listen to these opponents. Rams, 49ers, Chargers, Patriots, Broncos, Buccaneers, Falcons, 49ers. Hardest team in all of that is the 49ers? Yeah. If, if it's they, the hardest team yeah. they play the if rest the, of the season. They play, they play them twice. Yeah, yeah. They're winnable games, but they, all they, they haven't given us anything. They haven't given us a shred of anything to be confident in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and it's and here's the thing too. It's there's no more first half of the season Mm-mm. good vibes Mm-mm. either. I mean, it's November. It's it's there's no good vibes. There's zero. No good vibes. Unless you're one of the like four defenders that are scoring touchdowns. <laughs> but even then, they don't want they I mean, they want wins over that. So what? Hypothetically, the only way this team makes the playoffs is if they get healthy and Cliff gives up play calling, right? Well, they I think they need help. They need help from the outside at this point. Ooh. No, I'm saying like they yeah. need other teams to fall oh, off. Oh, I got you. They, I get what you're there saying. There is, I mean, I thought you meant like the they need to bring somebody card, else in. I'm like, well, yeah, but that's not going to happen. The wild card standings are even. I mean, it's it's they're floundering at the bottom. In a season like this, where everybody is four and five, five and four. To be standing out on the bottom is embarrassing. With a number one overall pick, freshly extended head coach pick, and a GM, you've got DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best players in football. You have top 10 picks on your defense, players who have been extended on your defense, players that you let go on your defense so your top 10 picks can play. You traded a first-round pick for a wide receiver who's injured, and that sucks, but it's the reality. You've invested so much money. You have a Hall of Famer on defense in J.J. Watt, who might not be in his prime, but he is a Hall of Famer. You have Zach Ertz on offense, who's a safety blanket. You acquired Robbie Anderson, who's had a thousand yard season in this league. I'm, I'm not even going to fact check that if it's wrong. It's no, close. he does. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Like, you, you have reasons, ways, avenues to win games, and you just don't. Yep. And you're going to play teams that are all probably better coached than you. And if you're better coached, it makes it a lot harder to win. Yeah. Newsflash. Yep. Hard hitting analysis here on Cardinals Corner. So, Tyler. <sighs> this, I mean, let's be real. The three game gauntlet of divisional matchups started bad. is bad. This is, this is maybe outside of just getting absolutely blown out, this is probably the worst. You want to play happen. a fun little game? What is it? Called Would You Rather? <laughs> Tyler Drake. Yes. Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter for ArizonaSportsApp.com everywhere. You can follow him on Twitter at Drake for sports. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Drake. Drake, comma, Tyler. Would you rather this team bottom out and suck? Not, not at their own volition, right? But like just be bad, not get it together, whatever. Doesn't matter if Cliff gives a play calling fired, whatever. Record terrible and get a top pick. But mm-hmm. morale below, or would you rather this team string together a couple wins, fight for a wild card spot, but not make it? I think you got to. I, from what we saw last year and the potential this team has, I think you've got, you've got to fight. The, the, I think if you just lay down and say, "Hey, oh, they're fighting either way," let's go but... get a pick. I, I just think at this point, I, you have to keep fighting. I think there's plenty. Of, there's okay. se- there's enough season left for things to happen. You can't just be like, yeah, we need to start you, looking at the draft. Would you really be that mad if if they got like a top five pick? If they draft a linebacker. You know what this team needs, dude? Talent. They need a, li- a lineman. 
O-lineman. O-lineman, like a young center. Like, like a Tyler, a Tyler Linderbaum. Linderbaum. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> Pathetic. So sad. Okay, look. We're, we're but, about- I, mean, let's, I mean, think about that. Why does that trade happen? Yeah. Because Hop gets suspended. Yeah. I, I mean, let's be real. Is yeah. that's probably a huge, if not the biggest factor behind that. And if he doesn't get suspended, maybe they still make a trade for Marquise for not a first rounder. So maybe they package something, but they probably still get the center that they were linked to all off season. Just let it let it sink in, and instead, we've got. They've got Rodney Rodney Hudson who if, he does he's not going to play if he he's plays not play another if game. he plays four more games the rest of the season they should count that as a win four what 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 number would you say what like if you were setting a line because I'm trying to imagine how I could take the under on any line even if it's half a game Dude, I mean okay he, so he's played four he's played four games so far I think he plays I think he's hmm. It, I, like I said, if he plays four more games the rest of the season, hard under that's a win for the for them because it sucks to say, but he's just not he's not healthy, and he's and not I good think he's, when he's out there. And I think he's ready. I I I think he's going to be done after this year. And this just this type of stuff doesn't happen to like again the and it's non brutal. The it's, non-chaotic it sucks, organizations. It sucks that it's happening though. this way, and it sucks with Justin Pugh too. But it's just this is I mean they've got to have backup plans. They were relying on him so much to come back in the offseason. They basically begged him out of retirement. And I want to know what's up with Sean Harlow. Yeah. Because not only did he lose his, his backup center job, he didn't even get to go in. As, he, I mean, Lasitas took over the guard spot. Which, again, like, he and Cliff, played fine. And Cliff but. went back and said, you know, Harlow's our backup center, so we need him there. But also, Lasitas was a, they played him at center, too. Like, there's yeah. too many. <laughs> look, there's too many problems to have a head coach who doesn't know how to fix problems. Yeah. There's too many problems to not have depth. Which mm-hmm. is on the GM. Mm-hmm. There's too many problems for your number one overall pick to not have improved. And if there's too many problems for DeAndre Hopkins to not be able to solve it, your football team might be in a bad place. Well, I mean, what did we all say this whole season? It wasn't gonna be enough. He of course, like okay, and let's let's be honest. That Saints game, everyone's like, "Yep, he is." And don't get me wrong, he was. He was that dude. But he's not gonna fix everything. And why? And having everyone wait. And sit there and say, oh, yeah, as soon as he comes back, we got it. We're back. No, you're not. And you don't have a backup plan. And your your third you plan is Robbie Anderson, who can't even get catch. down the field or catch a ball right now. You can tell he doesn't have the chemistry. You can tell because he's he doesn't not comfortable. Play. I know. He doesn't, he doesn't get any reps. He got no snaps last week. None. None. A.J. Green got, like, triple. And then where was he today? Oh, well, I'm glad he didn't play. <laughs> don't don't get me started. I don't want him to see the field. That's uh, just it's it's. Is, is there is there anything else we need to touch on before we let another week of this marinate and like we can see if they really hit rock bottom next week? Uh, I mean thirty one twenty one. Will Will Hernandez got a another monitor, injury? Got to monitor him because if he's gone, then I mean that's just another shot to the line. Get your bingo cards ready for uh, the yep. Cliff Kingsbury Execu- press conferences. Or executing, progressing, uh, working through that. Um, yeah, that's you get the free space in the middle, obviously. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of. I mean, hopefully, I mean, hopefully they soul search and find some answers because it's been a lot of the yeah. same every week. Yeah, well, I'm done hoping.
to be completely honest. I haven't been hoping. I they've shown they've shown me nothing. They've they've given me no reason to realistically believe that they can write this ship. They have so much talent, so much potential, and that's why it's so frustrating. But you know what? Oh, it's unexplainable why we keep shooting ourselves in the foot. No, it's not. No other team does it. It's you guys. Something has to change, but will it? Oh, there's only one way to find out, and that's to let time play out. And while time is playing out, go ahead and give Tyler a follow at tdrake for sports He's going to give you every single cliff answer from tomorrow when he talks to the media. Tyler's probably going to be the one who asks him about giving up play calling. <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll see. If he doesn't ask it, somebody else will. It'll get asked. Let's just it's going to get asked. It's going to get asked. And Tyler will tell you about it when it happens. You can follow up his great work on the Arizona Sports app, ArizonaSports.com. My name is Eric Ruby. I don't even I think I've said it once this episode. You can hear me on ninety eight seven. You can follow me at Eric Ruby. They know it's you just from the voice. The 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 voice is loud. I I cannot deny that. But uh, I appreciate people who listen. If you've made it this far, go ahead and uh, give us a nice review, rating, download, whatever you can do. Follow us on Twitter at AZ Cards Corner. Follow all the other podcasts. We got D backs, we've got Suns, we've got A. You. We've got everything for you. Just everything. get it on the Arizona Sports app from written to video to radio. You can get it all there. And of course, as always, please, 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 as hard as it may be, despite a three and six record and things looking grim, try to and be ready for hard knocks on. Be ready for hard knocks for on this week and enjoy and the rest of the week. We'll talk to you guys then.